Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi guys, welcome back to Rich Shields Golf Show podcast. I'm your host, Rich Shields. I have episode 146 here with co-host Guy. Um, how are you doing, pal? Are you good? I'm great, but I'm I'm even better. This podcast is brought to you by your friend and my friend, Golf Bidder. Boom. Ta-da. Powered by. Um, yeah, these uh, last few weeks have been all sponsored by Golf Bidder, and our dear Rick section has been highlighted and elevated in this <laughs> stature, because if... Your, is this the final time? This is the final it? golf bidder episode. It's the final day, Rick. I've got picked, and it's an absolute Barry Belter. I'm going to pick a winner for the prize. Right, tubes. Now, <laughs> <laughs> films of tubes once. Do you remember? We didn't know the amount that it was going to be, the winner was going to get. Oh, yeah, drum roll. Well, I, st- I still don't know the amount. The amount is. 1,000 British pounds sterling oh, wow. GDP. That's, that's better than I expected. It is very good. So I had a chat last week with Golf Bidder. I think they like what we've been doing. They're like, yeah, we'll give you a bag of sand, a grand. Nice. And we've had an absolute influx of emails. Maybe would have had even more if people would have known it was going to be a grand. Um, today's email we'll read out shortly is honestly one of my favourite we've ever, ever, ever had. But the winner of that grand is going to be picked at random. So just because today's was a good email does not mean they will win it. Picked at random next week or this no, week? No, this week. We're going to pick them at random. Wowzers. Um So, yeah, exciting. We've also got an absolute jam-packed show. What's weird is, to everyone at home, the podcast has been normal every week, but actually, in reality, the last two were pre-recorded, so we've not sat down on a podcast for what feels like months. Eternity. Mm. Well, I've, I've been, I've been holidaying. Yep. I've actually been chilling, relaxing, sit back in, <laughs> uh, not been on my phone in. Well, that's that, this is what we want, hand on heart now, have you, but you said, <laughs> very, very little to no phone, explain your screen time, was I, it? I don't know what my screen time was, but I remember the first notification I got, my screen time was 75% down Wow! from the week before. So I, I don't think it was That was perfect. the first notification. Did it in, increase over time? Did it stay minimal? So I definitely went with this idea of going on holiday, and I've never done it before, where I've been on holiday and I've completely and utterly switched off. Mainly because I don't. I like work. I love work. And, and being part of it and not... I get quite bad FOMO. I don't want to miss out on anything at all. So I feel like me just having my phone and being connected to the world is really key. So I definitely went out with all intentions, two weeks holiday with the family. We went on a beautiful cruise ship. By the way, thank you for everyone that came up to me and said hello on the cruise ship. It was very appreciated. Uh, lots of golf fans, believe it or not. Yeah. Out on a cruise, uh, watching me in my, in my shorts and my 
drinking my blue moons all day. Uh, they have many stories to tell. Um, but they were very, very courteous. And thank you very much for saying that they love the channels and stuff. Um, I would say I failed my task of not being on my phone. Right. But it was a lot better than previous holidays, but not per- perfect. So yeah. it's a step in the right direction. I just won a thousand pounds because I put a large stake bet on you not being able to not use your phone. Well, there was a couple of times where I obviously had to use it for work. Yeah. Check it Instagram. <laughs> um, but no, I, w- I was a lot, lot better. The Wi-Fi on the ship was horrendous. And also it was outlandishly expensive as I was explaining to you off the phone, uh, on off podcast before guy. Uh, but I, I paid it because I needed it. I needed that fix. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was better, but not perfect. Good. But I've, I feel more refreshed. I've come back with... With it's kind of Thursday back into work today. Um, definitely, I've got a bit of holiday blues. It's nice just to sit back and relax and do nothing. But I'm ready to get going, get started, start making some more videos again. And hopefully, everyone's been enjoying the content anyway. We've got some more good, good videos coming out. We've done three matches so far. Uh, match number four is coming out this week, and then a couple more after that. Break 75s are coming back. We've got an absolute belter for you on Friday, which was actually filmed pre me going mm-hmm. away. I'm a little bit worried about playing golf next time. Yeah. I've not played golf now for three weeks. It will go one way or the other. It'll either be class or horrendous. I want it to be horrendous, <laughs> hand on heart. And after drinking 94 blue moons while being on holiday and eating the, the ship's worth of... of uh, like a king. Like a king. You know what they had on the ship? I can imagine you being like Henry VIII. It's at the end of the table with your kids on and you're going, more, more, just like big chicken drums. Like, oh, well, to be oh, honest, oh. I've actually been pretty good with my diet and stuff since about April time. And I've lost quite a bit of weight up until about July. The Open was probably in the best shape I've been for a while. Since the Open, it's kind of been a slippery slope and then the cruise has just like banged Bang. it back on. Now, this is the question though. Is today a new day, a new Rick, or are you still just being... Yesterday was supposed to be New Day, New it Rick. Yeah, that bank holiday Monday. Bank holiday Monday. Yeah, and then today is New New Day, but New Rick. can you start a New Day, New Rick on a Tuesday? I believe so. Can you? Yeah, See, I, I think you need one more week of getting I, into it, I, and it's like Monday comes. I believe comes. after a bank holiday, it's okay to start on a Tuesday. It is, but will you? What have you yeah, had today I mean, so far? A banana. Oh, wow. You do look lean, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I thought your biceps were ripped when you walked in. I thought, have you had a banana for breakfast? Yep. I actually, this is a really funny story. So on, on the cruise, there's a running track around yeah, the nice. top of the cruise which is dead weird and it was nine laps to do 5k okay so and i did it a couple of times but on one time i put my gps on you'll like this on the first time i put my gps on on my watch uh, on my phone sorry um let me try and find the number now i managed to do a 5k run in uh where's the number where's the number where's the number oh god how long ago was this this is awkward i know it really awkward i managed to do a 5k in Oh, yeah. Drum roll, please. Oh, where is it? Oh, I'm oh, it. I feel sorry. People in the car driving along. I did a 5K in uh, 17 minutes <laughs> <laughs> uh, because I was on a boat and the boat was moving. Ah, I the see. The boat thought I was I was traveling so you, at I, tremendous speed. Yeah. <laughs> but it must have been confused. It was like, you're going forward backwards, forward yeah. backwards, but also you're going really, really fast. <laughs> but anyway, fun story. Well, um, um, a lot has gone on while you've been away, Rick. Yeah, what's happened? Um, I, I feel genuinely like the golf world has just like gone, right, you know what? Rick's away. Let's just unleash yeah. 
Unleash everything. Mayhem. Well, also, we've had two weeks of pure office banter in here. Bet you the, have. the vibes have been so exceptional. I bet you have. It's been like a chilled out but high alert of banter. It's been like, there's been a banter alarm. And every I time. Bet no walk, one's bloody been in this office. No, we've not. I've just been chilling out nine holes here and there. It's been, it's been brilliant. The workplace has been a fantastic place to be. Um, but yeah, there's been an absolute load of stuff. The title of this podcast is probably some of that stuff. Um, but first thing that happened, obviously, two days ago now. Rory won the Tour Championship. He won the FedEx Cup. Wow. What a guy. I think this was a year when, obviously, he kind of let the Open slip to some degree. There was arguments that he kind of didn't lose the Open, that Cameron Smith won it. I kind of sit on that fence a little bit. I think I, I do believe that Cameron Smith deserved to win the Open rather than Rory lose it. But, yeah, it did feel a little bit like it was Rory's to win. I'm sure I read a stat yesterday after watching the Tour Championship. Did he, he didn't hold a putt outside of 10 feet it wouldn't on, surprise the fi- me. on the final day of yeah. the Open. And you just can't win tournaments doing that. No. He shot two on the par, yes. But for his level of golf, the way how I think he well a bit too conservative he as drives well. the golf yeah. ball, it's actually scary yeah. how good he is with driver. No, I think this win for him, obviously the Tour Championship, which then wins you the, the FedEx, was, was massive. And obviously with him being the kind of real poster boy of the PJ Tour with all the kind of live golf stuff going on, I think it was massive for him. I think it was massive for golf. Um, but the PJ Tour couldn't have wished for a better winner no. for this, really, could they? Um, it's fascinating with everything that's been going on in his world these last twelve months. For him to have the season he's had is actually quite remarkable. Yeah, I know he's not won a major. He's been knocking. He's been sniffing. He was around at the Masters. He was around at the, at the Open, leading the final day. He is one of the only three players ever to score a. Um, Round average of 68.7 or under 68.7. Him have done it this year. Vijay Singh has done it once before in 2003, I believe. Right. Tiger's done it eight times, eight seasons. He's averaged at 68.7 stroke average. You almost can't compare to Tiger, can you? No. Um, But he's won the FedEx now three times. It's a lot of money. I believe he won $10 million the first time he won it, $15 million the second time, and then $80 The only thing... I definitely noticed a trend difference watching the PJ Tour and the Tour Championship on Sunday. And I did watch it because we were back from holiday at that point. Uh, I didn't watch Thursday, Friday, Saturday, granted, but Sunday definitely. And you might be able to tell me yes or no on this. It felt like the one thing that I've not been a massive fan of with Liv is the talk about money. Mm-hmm. I felt the Tour Championship was very, very talk about money on Sunday. I think it is, but it's a one-off, isn't it? It's essentially the... the, the um like the grand prize. The, yeah, it's the order of merit, essentially, isn't it? And obviously it changed in 2019. Remember in 2018, Tiger won it, but obviously didn't win the yes. FedEx, whereas they changed it now, so you start off with like a different head start, a yeah. handicap, essentially. Um and I think it is the one, I think it's both ways. I think it kind of deserves this one event to talk about money because it is so incredible. There's probably a bit more talk of that with the fact of live as well I mean. this year. It's been kind of highlighted. But I think the only thing that, that I, I mean, obviously Scotty Scheffler kind of semi lost it, I think. What a great year he's had and what an amazing player he's become. World number one and obviously class. But this just made me think about how good Rory has been for so long. I know he should have maybe won more majors. And once he wins that Masters, I think, and he can, completes that career Grand Slam, I think more will just start to come, and he will go down as an absolute legend of the game. But he has been at the top of his game for a long time yeah, now. Well, he's, he's world not, number three again now. He's world number three. I was looking then, he's, so it was year end. So from um, 2009, he's had one year where he's finished outside the top 10, and that was actually 2017. But other than that, he's finished, obviously, most years in the top five. Like 
that is some good going. In the last 13 years, he has been at the top of the you know the golf pyramid. Yeah, and he has won a lot of he's events. Won a, I think again, that's what I think. That's sometimes why you think he should have won more majors. He's not won one now since the Open in 2014. That's eight years because he has been so good in that time frame. Yeah. And you know what? I must admit, I kind of used to really like Rory. And I wouldn't say I went off him, but I kind of, I wasn't, I don't know what it was, something about, I don't know, I, don't, I, I kind of lost a bit of that love for him. But I must admit, regardless of your opinions on Liv or the PJ Tour, I do like how he has been a spokesperson. I like how he's been the one who's kind of put himself out there. And I do feel like when you see him win or lose, he's very kind of gracious. And you see the bit where he went to Scottish Sheffield's really parents nice. and almost apologised really for, nice. for winning. Um, and then I think when Matt Fitzpatrick won the US Open, he went over and congratulates him first. I do feel like I'm becoming a, a proper Rory fan again. Um, and the way he plays golf, when he is on, that drive is just unbelievable. I, just, I, I honestly can't comprehend how good he is with driving. There was one he hit, I can't remember what hole it was on the last round. We ended up with like a one-on follow for it. Yeah. And it was 185 yeah. ball speed. Yeah. It's like he's 380 miss, down the middle Yeah, his miss hit carried 300 yards or whatever it was and was a 185 ball speed. It's incredible. I'm sure I saw that, like... It was there was a catalogue of all the drives he hit one round, like fourteen drives, and I think his worst one was like three twenty. It's insane. And, and he's not big. He's no. five foot ten. You know, he's not like he's he's a Bryson DeChambeau type character who's really put on all this muscle mass. He, his efficiency is just phenomenal. And I like to say, watching the last hole there, and he he stood there, one shot lead against Scotty Scheffler, and you stand stand them both on that tee box. There's only one golfer that's going to hit that yeah. tee shot better. And he just stood up there and absolutely piped it dead straight, perfect in the fairway. And you just look at Scotty, and yet world number one had the most incredible season ever. He just, with his driver, he was never going to do what Rory did on that 18th tee. So I mean, I, they both kind of tried to lose it a bit on the know, last hole, didn't they? But it was, it was fascinating, really. I do think, though, behind the scenes, speaking, I know Rory's obviously not like a, a Bryson physique, but I think he must train very hard. Because oh, you remember, yeah. was it about when he signed for Nike in like 20? 13, he kind of became quite a lot leaner. He, he was obviously he had quite a lot of like almost puppy fat when he, he first got on tour. He did. When you look at clips now, when he was in the open at like he looks Carnoustie. so different. And if you look at from 2013 to now, so what nine years, he's not really changed. He's very lean. And you think as you get older, as, as we know, when you kind of hit your 30s, it's very easy kids. to start. Yeah, yeah, it's very easy to start putting weight on. He's not. He stayed super lean. And obviously in golf, there's a lot of it is about like kind of your rotation, your flexibility. I bet he does a lot of hours behind the yeah. scenes. And obviously that that is, is is testament to how well he hits the golf ball. But even kind of more Rory news. So this is quite cool. Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy are launching a golf league. I know. Wow. Well, again, I was on holiday and I'm, I'm flicking through my phone and going, what the hell? What's happening with golf right now? So they've set up a business. Mm -hmm. It's kind of tomorrow's work, tomorrow's sport, is it? Or it's like T. I've got an email. M W R or something like I got, that. I got an email from Tiger. Let me just, <laughs> let me just pull it back up again. Whatever. I'm sure Tiger just messaged me saying, "Hey, Rick, just a heads up." So essentially, got something um, coming out. You might want to get involved. Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy are launching a tech-infused golf league in partnership with the PGA Tour. They'll have players competing on six three-man teams in a 15 regular season matches and a playoff, which will start in January 2024. The new league, TGL, which I think must stand for Tiger Golf League, or Tomorrow Golf League, or yeah. whatever, but let's be honest, Tiger Golf League, we'll yeah. call it, will feature two-hour 18-hole matches on virtual courses. The matches will take place on primetime Monday nights in custom-made venues yet to be determined. And there's been some renderings that we'll place in the video version of the podcast. Um, 
that kind of show what it's going to look like. And it's essentially a hybrid of simulators where you'll hit, obviously, full shots. But then that kind of big indoor putting greens and bunkers with huge screens and audiences. It looks very, very different. Um, but, yeah, that's going to launch. So not this January, the following January. I think it's going to be 15 weeks. Um, and, yeah. It feels like, from what I'm seeing at the moment, it feels like a game show yeah. for golf with professional golfers yes. playing for a lot of money. When Tiger apparently is going to be playing... It's going to take a lot less toll on his body. He's not walking around. He yeah. can obviously be stationary in an indoor arena. It will either be absolutely unreal or absolutely gimmicky. I yeah. can't quite just Obviously, I don't know yet, but what do you think? Um, again, when I first saw it, and there's been lots and lots of announcements over the last few weeks from the PGA Tour, obviously trying to... Um, I don't know what the right word is. Not, not fight back as such, but certainly trying to improve their product, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um Obviously, Jay Monaghan has made some big announcements. There was some. There was a big meeting a few weeks ago with some of the key players. With Tiger Woods flying yeah. in a private jet to get involved in that meeting, and it looks like at the moment the PJ Tour are very much getting behind and getting involved with their two superstars, mm. Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy are their two superstars. And this new, it's called Tomorrow Sports, um, so TMRW. So Tiger Rory McIlroy's initials blended together. Sports. Um, it, it seems like they're very much trying to bring some energy, bring something different, bring more money to professional golfers mm. again. Um, just it? in case, just in case anybody watching or listening is feeling sorry for any of these <laughs> professional golfers. Yeah, but Rory only won $18 million. Ah, yeah. That, no, that's right. Actually, you're right. So it's so, not actually that much. So, yeah, I can imagine uh, <laughs> my heart bleeds for him. But the. From what I'm seeing the rendering, I love the concept. I think golf simulation has got so much better over the last few years. Yeah. This is looking at launching in 2024. Yeah. So the technology again is going to be pushing on. And any time a, a technology product comes into the mainstream media and gets on TV or YouTube, whatever it is, the product behind this where there's going to be competition, there's going to be there's going to be serious money played. The simulator technology business also has to improve yeah. and incorporate that. And I think if they improve it, it all filters down. We get a better service. Golfers around the world get a better service because the product, the simulators are going to be even better again. The one thing that I hate about simulators, I'm, you're, I'm sure you're the same on this, great for full shots, iron shots, drivers, course realistics, and all this, chipping and putting, yeah. it's dreadful. That's By the looks of things, you're going to flip round on this 360-degree mat and actually hit the other way. Yeah. You know what I think would then be cool, and hopefully this happens. You know, they've got this big putting green laid out. Imagine then it's all hydraulics and and it come it the all it changes depending on the putt that you've got. Yes. So suddenly you're playing St Andrews on the simulator, you're on the seventeenth, and suddenly this green almost morphs <laughs> into like the seventeenth green. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it could happen. And like your ball just pops down onto the onto the floor or pops up from underneath or whatever, and that's where you hit from. Yeah. I think the whole idea is very interesting. I think the, I think the big thing as well though is it, it's. It, some hardcore golf fans may not enjoy it, which I kind of understand. But surely, I know there's this whole thing of growing the game, attracting a new audience, and how do you do that? But this is definitely one potential avenue of attracting a new audience. People that don't have the time or the interest to sit down for four days in a row and watch the normal PGA Tour may well on a Monday night sit down for two hours and watch this. And that may then spark some interest to go and play golf definitely. or watch golf. Definitely. And, and again, do you remember back in the day, Big Break yeah. on TV, and certainly yeah. our UK audience will remember this. Big Break was a, a snooker program that was put on primetime TV on Saturday night, and it was absolutely brilliant. You had a mixture of professional snooker players plus celebrities plus normal people all competing, and and, and it elevated yeah. 
that the um Graham Shaw play like snooker. grew the game yeah, of, yeah. of snooker because suddenly you're going, oh yeah, I fancy that. I, give, I fancy giving that a go, and that's in snooker. So if golf can do something like this scale and make it so much fun, so entertaining, hopefully not gimmicky or cheesy or you know whatever that may look like. Um, I certainly trust Tiger Woods' judgment on a lot of things, and I'm sure he'll absolutely blitz it, and obviously Rory's as well. Um, it's going to be exciting times. Can I ask you a question? Am I, am I going to be playing in it? No, well, I know the answer to that. Or one. hosting it. Oh, host I'll, I'll host no, it. I, you know, I think it would be good. You'd be a good job at in that, right? Because obviously, the picking, one of the, up, picking up the golf balls bit better, a little bit, but not much better, but a bit better. One of the one of the hard parts of being indoor is that there's going to be no elements. There's, there's no rain. Maybe because on the side with a bit of a fan, it, it could be the wind. Love you it. could spray Tiger with water. The water gun, little super soaker to be the to the the rain in St Andrews. That Done. could be your job. Done. Yeah, sign me up. Uh, question: Do you like good news? Uh, sometimes yeah okay does the audience like good news i think they do the good news is this podcast we're recording right now is a tuesday record out on tuesday that's efficient for you the good news is should we decide on thursday or friday the good news i still like friday i like friday as well and on friday a bonus friday podcast treat just for you guys. just for you guys you know what just for being such good listeners yeah you listen you don't complain you don't sometimes you do on never, facebook never complain um however yeah so friday Bonus podcast. It's already been recorded and it is absolutely class. If I say so myself, we've got Richard Hammond. You know Richard Hammond from Top Gear, from the Grand Tour, from millions of TV programs, from Drive Tribe on YouTube. He came on the podcast and was a barrel of laughs. Oh my God, it was ridiculous. So we've teased a few bits on social media so far that you may have seen. I've been very fortunate so far in my YouTube golfing career to collaborate with some incredible people. People like Eddie Hall. Your guy Charnix, you Robbie, Ro- Robbie, Williams. <laughs> Robbie Williams, Paul uh, Sturgis, the world's tallest man, or European's tallest man. Um, trying to think of other people. Loads and loads and loads Tom of people. Watson. Amazing people. Tom Watson. Nick Faldo. But I'm thinking almost like outside of the world of golf, like some okay. Like, oh, okay. Um, very, very interesting people. Yeah. I never in my wildest dreams thought that Richard Hammond from Top Gear fame, mm-hmm. would be sat at this very desk, talking into that very microphone that you're talking into right now, Guy. He doesn't like golf. No. He hates golf. Or he used to he hate used golf. used to hate golf. So over the next coming weeks, you're going to see me give a lesson to Richard Hammond, which is fantastic. And again, he's so good on camera. Um, also, we filmed a video for his channel, uh, Drive Tribe, which check it out on YouTube, where we raced against each other. We've watched um, the it's first good, cut it? of that edit. <laughs> so good. And it, imagine literally watching Top Gear or the, like Grand, that, yeah, or the Grand Tour, which I'm guessing a lot of people have watched. You know, it, it's massive in America as well, uh, the Grand Tour and Top Gear. This video of you and Richard Hammond is literally that level of production. It's, it's unbelievable. Um, it, it's insane. What a video that's going to be on their channel. On your channel, like you said, there's the lesson. But this Friday on the podcast channel, the channel you're watching now or listening to, Richard Hammond is here about 45 minutes or so talking about how he got into golf, talking about cars. It, it's one of those podcasts where I feel like golfers will love it because it's talking about golf and Richard Hammond's great. But also, if you've got friends, if you're listening or watching, you've got friends who aren't into golf but like Top Gear, pass this over to them because they'll also enjoy it. It's not too golfy, is it? I feel like it shouldn't have worked, but it, but it re- absolutely worked. It did. So it's a bit like good. me. I, at the minute, I'm having a lot of uh, brown bread, peanut butter, and salt and Pringles on a sandwich. On paper, that shouldn't work. Oh, In reality, sounds... it's so good. There's a oh, crunch God. and then a tomato and the tomato sauce. <laughs> Sorry, peanut butter. Yeah, it really works. Well. Sometimes ketchup, sometimes salt and pepper. I'm not sure about that. No, it but does. Anyway, each to their own. Sorry, I forgot. You only have a banana. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have bread anymore. Um, speaking of good news, shall we get into the golf bidder? Um, 
Dear Rick. Let's do it. So this Dear Rick, this well, firstly, this uh, has been very kindly sponsored, as we said, for the last four weeks by one of my closest friends, probably more of a close friend to me than it is to you now. Because they don't ring me anymore. Exactly. I've been having phone calls while you've, we've all actually having a good time slagging you off as well. Right, perfect. While you're on the cruise, we're really putting the world to rights and saying, you know, yeah, this is about Rick and that about Rick. And he cheats when he goes running and it's 17 minutes for a 5K. No way he can run that fast. And it was really <laughs> enjoyable. So just so you know, that was really good. Right. Um, but jokes aside, um, Golf Bidder is a great place to sell your golf clubs, make a bit of dough, or buy golf clubs. And you have had some great challenges before where you've bought some bargains on Golf Bidder. And I know this, and you know this, and the audience know this. New shiny golf clubs that are wrapper aren't always better. Technology has kind of hit a bit of a wall. So if you want a good driver but don't want to pay a fortune, go to Golf Bidder. Would you agree? I would totally agree. Wholeheartedly. And the good guys, and the, and the thing is as well with the product, it's like sometimes when you buy secondhand, certainly off, yeah, I don't want to slag off any other sites, but... Um, slag on off. Untrusted, <laughs> untrusted sources. Yes. Where, where people are selling their own product online and other people are buying it. Rhymes with T-Bay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, T-Bay services. T-Bay great services, services on the it, M6. I think buying somewhere like that is a risk of yeah. being done over. Like, the product doesn't look as good as what it does on the pictures. It sometimes can be fake and stuff like that. With golf, but you don't get any of that. It is absolutely certified, genuine product, and it's been tested. And their rating system is very, very accurate. So you know what you're getting. Yeah. Like, if you're going to buy a golf club that's a nine head, a nine shaft, and a seven grip, when it arrives, don't be surprised the grip yeah. might not be as good. And that's okay, because you factor that into your equation and go, well, it's going to cost me 10 quid for a new grip. Question for you. If you and your wife were to renew your vows, would you have golf bidder as your best man? Mm. An usher? A, a, a guest. Not an usher? Uh, maybe a nighttime guest. Wow. I thought there's more <laughs> trust than that. If I was to get um, my, I was going to say remarried, the best go down the route of my vows renewed, I would have um, golf bidder there as like a third usher. So, and know kind of don't really want to be an usher they'd rather be a guest but they're ahead of me yeah they would absolutely of course they would <laughs> well, they definitely would yeah, absolutely <laughs> anyway so um we have had some amazing dear ricks and your advice rick as always has been decent uh this week's i'm getting slagged off today i know really i've just had a lot of built-ups slagging off i even know it's really nice to get it all out of my system um no we'll do some nice stuff in a minute Thanks. um but this dear rick it's not so much asking for your advice it's just an amazing story and i actually opened this email two weeks ago and I've been saving it for now. Okay. It's that good. Okay. So it's obviously anonymous. Title is, I faked a hole in one. Wow. Okay, you ready for this? Go for it. Dear Rick, I know what you must be thinking from the title, but no, it wasn't my hole in one. Please keep this anonymous because it's not my finest moment. Let me start off by saying this isn't a story I ever planned on sharing. <laughs> However, due to golf at a competition and my need of a new putter, I feel the time is now. Okay. So he's hoping he gets to, to win the the, uh, the money. Didn't know it was a grand at the time. I might have thought it was going to be 200 quid, but it's a grand. For background, myself and three friends were playing our usual weekend round. On the second or third hole, we realised the single ball behind us was another friend. We asked him, did he want to join us? The course was fairly empty, so a five ball wouldn't really have slowed down any pace or anything like that. But he rejected the request, as he wanted to play on his own and drop a few balls around each green and take some time while the course was empty to practice. He's putting and chipping, etc. Fair enough. Fine. We reached the 10th hole. It's a par three, but the green is fairly hidden, with the pin tucked in a corner, making it not visible from the tee box. 
as we were tidying up after the hole, writing our scores down, putting our clubs away, etc., we see a ball land on the green and rolls about 10 foot past the hole. Instantly, I grab a ball marker, put it next to the golf ball, and I pick up the golf ball and then throw it into the hole. All four of us let off a fake cheer as if the ball had gone in the hole by its own, on its, so it's a hole in one. We all wait for our friend to come around the corner, excited to see his reaction. As the figure arrives at the distance pushing his trolley, we realise it isn't my friend. Oh my God. It turns out it was an elderly gent, maybe early 60s, early 70s, who was so happy with himself. He went on to tell us he'd never had a hole-in-one before oh, and had seriously considered not playing that morning as he was losing his love for golf. This oh gave him a new lease of life. God. We didn't have the heart or the courage to tell him what happened. We let him pick up his ball from the hole and play through us. I don't know what happened to our friend. He could have stopped for toilet break or some food or maybe only played nine holes. I never asked. He was never seen again. Thanks for hearing my story. So there's not really any advice needed, Rick, on that one. But what wow. what would you say to that person? It, you know what? It's absolutely something I would have done. <laughs> and I would do. A hundred percent. There's no, I would have, if I knew, if I was that guy in that situation, I was the four ball and I knew there was a mate behind us and I saw their ball land on the grid, I would have 100% do what he's done. Yeah. So I can't say he's done anything wrong at all. <laughs> I think he's, he's, he's a bit of a practical joker. It, who wouldn't do that? It's, it's fun. It's bants. Why not? Why not pretend that your mate's got a hole in one? And then later on the down the line, you go, ah, no, you didn't. It's there. It's 10 foot away. Yeah. You're, Sado and all <laughs> I think obviously where this where this story gets complicated is is it wasn't his mate. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to two dollars a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great 
great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. No, it's Barry, you know, and, he, and he's pitched up that morning and, he, and he's sick of golf. He's like, you know what? I can't be doing with golf anymore. Doing my head in. I'm going to go out. This is my final round. I'm going to play nine, 18 holes. <laughs> and after this, I'm selling my clubs through Golf Bidder. Nice. That's really and, smooth. And, you know, taking up fishing. Yeah. Okay. That's it. I'm done. I'm and done his wife golf. said, Barry, before you leave today, promise me one thing. If you get a hole in one, you'll keep playing this game. I know how much it means to you. Okay. <laughs> So he went out and he went, he, he had this mission in his mind. He went, okay, Ma- Maureen, I'll do this for you. <laughs> okay. And he walked up there and he put his, he put his cleats on, metal spikes of in has. the car park. And he, and he changes his shoes in the car park because yeah. Barry doesn't abide by the rules. Yeah. And he plays and he's on his own and he sees some guy in the bushes having a whiz and he thinks, well, I'm going to play through this yeah. guy. Doesn't ask him. Doesn't need to. He's been playing. He's been slow all day got this group of four lads in front of me and they're doing my head and they're laughing and the chit. Look how much fun they're and having. And the smoking. Look how much fun those four lads are having in front. Two of them are vaping as well. You know what? As soon as they get off the ground, I'm going to fire this ball right at them. Yeah. I'm actually going to try and hit them. Yeah. I'm going to take one of them out because that'll make me feel better it about will. my life, Barry's thinking. So he took one more club and he never reaches this par three, this blind one over the corner, pins tucks where you can't see it. He normally hits his nine ward. He went with a seven ward. He thought, I'm going to get it there this yeah. time. I'm yeah. going to actually accidentally hit it too far and probably would take one of them out because I hate golf. I hate life. Remind me what golf ball he was playing? Spalding. Yes. Okay. I did think DDH, but I'll happily <laughs> go with the Spalding. Which he'd found on the previous hole. Yeah. And he, he hits it and it, it's slightly into sun. So he can't quite tell if he's hit it well or not, but he's thought that sounds good. Thinking, I'm not going to shout four. Can I ask you a question? In my head, he's seven wood, his nine wood don't have head covers on. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. Very scratched. Yeah. Very, very scratched. <laughs> really bad. Be- really Golf would grip. actually would value it almost as a three. Yeah. And the grip on his club, it's just never been re gripped. It's really slimy and horrible. And never. And he and he uses those winter tees. Yeah. That's three attached to one. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which he he thinks are practical. But why would he want to buy tees all the time? That's the point. No point. So he hits it and he, and he, you think that's a decent I'm not going to shout for you know this is the last time I'm playing golf I'm not shouting for today mm. if I hit someone I hit someone so I don't need take. to come back and to golf, last time golf. I'm, I'm quitting golf I don't need to come back to golf yeah. today and all of a sudden he hears this eruption and he thinks no I've never had a hole in one this can't be a hole in one no it this can't be I was ready to give up this game and he walks over the hill and he's proud as punch and he gets there in super speed time and he's like looks over the hill and all these guys are cheering and he's thinking oh my god it's in because mm. no way of these yeah they're a bit slow yeah they're having a bit of a fun no way have they pranked me no they're not that type of people who does that no who does that and he walks up there and he gives them all a big hug and he's cheering and after 15 years of playing golf he finally smiles on a golf course the first time he's ever done it and he thinks I'm going to get some tonight with Maureen <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so he's only holding one that night. <laughs> so he, he, uh, he, he's over the moon. He, he framed that golf ball, that Spalding golf ball now sits pride and place on his mantelpiece. Yeah. And everyone that comes around for a cup of tea and a biscuit, he tells them that story. 
of how now he he loves golf and he plays golf week in week out and Maureen's actually sick of it and he's actually met a barmaid he's left Maureen <laughs> he's now out with a club barmaid called Leanne 40 year old yeah yeah great well right okay so <laughs> that was this week's dear Rick um, I'll read them all I'll read them all out but I'll remind you what the was. was fake calling one guy yeah he there wins was, for me there was the, well you can't pick it's random he wins but he does should win there was the guy um, that was the bandit who can he's off 22 can he hit 300 yards do you remember that guy Yes, yeah. I do. Long there was also the guy who uh, wants to keep his partner happy because he wants to play with his dad and his wife wants to play with him, his girlfriend wants to play with him. And then the first one was the guy whose son had come down from 52 to 11 but was still wanting to get better and get well. annoyed. Ooh, so I've ranked there. these in an order of one to four. You okay. don't know what that order is. No, I don't. I'm going to ask you a number and whichever that number is, is a corresponding person who's going to win. Okay. Okay. Well, because of the story today... Yeah. I'm going to go with number one. Okay. But that's not... It doesn't matter. Okay. But as in, like, number one is is the number one, that number number one. Yeah. Was so prominent in today's story. Okay, I get you. The holding one, so I'm going to go with number one. And that is... That is actually the fake holding one. Yeah! <laughs> is it? Yeah. I love it. Um, yeah, so there you go. Cheating... Faking people, it pranking always people. Wins. It always putting a smile on someone's face. Yeah, Barry's and Maureen's particular. Yeah, you have won yourself a thousand pounds to spend at golf bidder. We're not allowed to announce his name, are we? No, we can't. But I will email him back, um, and he will. I know feel like you definitely have a nickname. The guy that did it. Yeah, like Mad Dog. Mad Dog. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, potentially. Like, oh, God, something a Mad Dog would do yeah. that, wouldn't it? The only bad thing is his um, behaviour. That was quite bad has actually won him a grand. No, I, I don't think it's bad. Okay, I, I'm as the power invested in me. He is. Totally, I can't believe you picked number one. He is totally, one. totally <laughs> clear of any of his guilt. Yeah, he has done a good deed. In my opinion, more people should do that. Wow. <laughs> wow. There'll be loads of little juniors this weekend going pranking the mates. This weekend, they'll be like on national news. This weekend, there were 450 hole-in-ones in England. Like, all, all on blind par threes. <laughs> um, anyway, that was great. I enjoyed that. Um, thank you, Golf Bidder, for sponsoring, uh, as always. And there's some great videos coming to the main channel very soon. Um, also, Let's get Barry on the channel. Yeah, also um, kind of rumours and, and very heavy rumours, very strong rumours. Uh, there's going to be a number of new live golf signings. I know, and one of which we're hearing is a is almost a, a definite. I believe is Cameron Smith. So the current Open champion, the current champion golfer of the year, the current world number two, current world number two, and um, he's also his Australian mate Mark Leishman. There's a few others been rumoured, but but I think. For this, for the purpose of this conversation, I think Cameron Smith's the one we're going to focus on. Watch what happens as soon as we finish this podcast; it'll get announced, or it will get denied, whichever. But yeah, it, it's. I think it's the one that has come out and said no is Cameron Young. Yes, yes. I think there's been a few changes of heart. What's I believe with all the Camerons, by the way. I know Scotty Cameron. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't <laughs> name think he's one, going. Name one more Cameron in the world. Um, David Cameron. <laughs> I, can't, I think I think one single um, one there that's going to annoy me but Cameron um, Diaz nice um, <laughs> I've just googled it oh flipping neck. <laughs> so yeah the rumour is apparently it's somewhere in the region of a hundred million dollars it may be a little bit more well, Ca- not- no sorry the other one is that Cameron Trangali Champ, Cameron Champ as well oh yeah Cameron Trangali he's gone. going yeah oh, he's, he's gone. gone now yeah, okay. yeah. so there's basically they're signing more names and, and that's nothing kind of new they've, they've obviously signed some big names 
over the last six months, however long it's been now, there's obviously been kind of, bar maybe DJ and Brooks and, and Bryson, there's been a lot of the guys who people are kind of arguing are washed up or old or past it or whatever, and then they've just kind of signed them for almost a legacy as opposed to them being competitive going forward. As I said, that has been addressed by your likes of your Brysons, etc. I think everybody, whether you're pro-live or anti-live, can agree that Cameron Smith is obviously the second best golfer in the world and you know, won the last major. If he goes, which we think is is nailed on from, you can tell by the way he's answered questions as well. He's kind of not said no, and you think, well, if you're not going, if you are going to stay on the PJ tour, and someone asks you, you say no, not at all. Did you see the thing that No Laying Up discovered? No. Oh, the yes, the discount codes. So on the website, yes. if you put a lot of these guys are, are you're obviously trying to advertise discount codes for tickets, and yeah. if you put their name plus twenty five after, it unlocks discount. Yeah. I and somebody that, sat actually. there and literally gone through loads of yeah. names. And a lot of these suspected players, their actual name and code actually works I, on the website I did see already. that, yeah. So it, it, let's. I think we can all agree that unless something massively changes, Cameron Smith is going. How big do you think that is for Liv? Does it change anything or does it kind of not? Do, what, what do you think on this? You've obviously had some time like to it, digest it. I feel like it. it certainly gives more um, validity again yeah. to, to getting the world number two playing in that tournament. It's Boston this week. I feel definitely there has been more hype around the signings and the players over the tournaments. Yes. I feel like now the tournaments at the moment, I only actually stumbled across it this morning that it was actually in Boston this week. I didn't even realise. I feel like there's so much news about the players going. Yeah. Staying, going, controversy, Rory's comments after winning the PGA yeah. champ, uh, the Tour Championship. Did you see what he said? About the ones at Wentworth. He's, uh, about the ones playing in Wentworth that you can't stomach it, makes yeah. him sick. The fact that in a, it's a great to take a seven, uh, uh, sh- sorry, it's great to take a tournament lead on the 70th hole. And he said in some <laughs> events, the 54th hole. He's definitely, he's definitely having, obviously, yeah. digs. Um, I just, don't still know what it does to the to the excitement of the event and the tournament. Um, it would be a real catch as such for for live if they obviously signed Cameron Smith. The money being spoke about is astronomical. Um, you know, it's these guys are multi 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 millionaires already. It surprises me with someone like Cameron Smith because I. You've seen him in interviews in the past. He seems very content with his life. Mm. Doesn't seem like he wants another hundred million. Like he's fishing and chilling out. But when that deal gets put on the table, it's a very different conversation, isn't it? And and suddenly you look at that and go, God, imagine what I could do in the future. It's this is not only not looking after me; it's looking after my kids, my great grandkids, my great great grandkids. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's a very interesting one. If think if he goes, and it seems like he's going to do, I would then be less surprised if some really really big names go as well yeah i think the one that's going to be a big one is matsy armor apparently he's they don't think he is now do they there was big rumors he was and now they're thinking more he might not be because it the, changes the, day the by day again he would be the highest paid live player yeah he's huge what he in would bring from asia market is astronomical yeah. and certainly as live starts to go into these franchise teams into the future mm. like what they what the asia market could bring to that is very very valuable for live yeah so uh, it's really interesting. I would hate for him not to be able to defend certain titles. He's obviously the current players champion. He's not going to be able to play in that. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing from every account that I've seen, Matt, the Open seems to be fine with everything. Yeah. 
not fine with everything, I'm sure, but they seem to not be banning Luger, everyone. is it till he's 60 years old, I think he can play in The that. Masters have still never not come out and said anything yet, have they? Not it's that invitation no only. That'll be really interesting to see if some of these guys don't get Masters invites. Yeah. Who knows? Um, Again, he would. He get, does he get five years, I think, from winning the Open? Right, okay, of course. So it's more... It's the guys that haven't won a major that correct. did in the world ranking points are dipping. Yeah, it's, it's weird, I think. Obviously, we've spoken this a number of times and we will continue to do so because there's so much news around this. But what I find strange now is I feel like the PGA Tour in some ways feels really strong because of all these new announcements and the fact that Rory is so committed to it and he's obviously so on form. Scotty Scheffler, etc., playing so good. But yeah, equally, because Liv have got these big names now, Bryson, Brooks, obviously, potentially Cam Smith, we think, that surely can't be going anywhere either. So it feels like there is going to definitely be two tours existing at once, which doesn't... I don't quite know how that works just yet. The tour that seems to be getting slightly forgotten about is the DP World yeah. Tour. Really does, yeah. doesn't it? It just seems like... I mean, obviously, they've got some, the biggest flagship event next week. I think it's next week or the week after. I think it might be next at, week. At Wentworth, BMW PJ Championship at Wentworth. That is their biggest, biggest event. And there are 11, I believe, yes, next week, yeah, live yeah. players playing in that event. Mm. There's a couple of things I'd be really interested to see. I, I don't think we've got any plans on going just yet to the event, but I'm interested to see how the live players get received at somewhere like Wentworth. Yeah, I know we've seen it so far at the Open, and there didn't seem to be... There was a few rumours that there were some boos at um, the Open for someone like uh, Ian Poulter on the first tee, apparently. But that's like that. An open is a different tournament. Mm. This is now coming back to the DP World Tour. The crowd again might be a little bit more hostile to some of these live players. Yeah, they might not be. They yeah. might be. I don't, I'm I'm intrigued to see how that pans out. What I'm not liking at the moment is this kind of split between professional golf. Yeah, like I feel like professional golfers are now starting to argue with each other. I've seen it with Lee Westwood and Eddie Pepperell on Twitter this week. Um, I've seen it with loads of different players like John Rahm having a few digs, obviously Rory having a few digs. Um, and Do you not like that? <laughs> I actually love it, I'll be honest. It's more, it gives it I, more of a narrative and more... Yeah, I don't mind if it's done on, on the golf course, as in it's 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 they hate each other because of golf mm. and personalities, not because of what tour they want to play on or money and things like that. I, again, I'm just super, super worried, and this is a massive umbrella thought now in golf in general for someone who works in the industry i'm just worried that we're trying to people are trying to grow the game and i know it gets pushed out so much growing the game comes from money money can grow the game i just feel like when people are looking in from the outside now just going bloody hell all these golfers talk about is money mm. whether it's on the dp world tour pj tour live tour whatever it's just it's so much turned so much about money. I, I do agree with you and i'm not but just trying to counteract that do you think when young kids start playing football, they care about a player leaving a club because they want more money? Like, it doesn't stop kids playing football, does it? Like, football, well, football is all about money. If you're, you know, when Sadio Mane left Liverpool, he left because he wanted to earn more money and Liverpool wouldn't pay it, so he left. That's a big story. People know that's why he left, really. Sometimes players leave to try and win trophies, but a lot of the time it's for money. But that doesn't, doesn't really stop people learning to play football or starting to play football, does it? So just because the golfers are talking about money, does it actually have an effect? Mm, I, I just I know what you mean. Does it sit right? I completely agree with that. But does it actually have an effect? Like people mm. that go and play golf on a weekend, they're actually not going to go and play golf because Cameron Smith signed for hundred million. So although it doesn't sit right, it's not nice. Does it actually make a difference? Yeah, I, I just I remember probably when I when I fell out of love with watching football 
was the time when Rooney was like complaining about how much money he makes mm. and like asking for more money. And, and that, that literally stopped you wanting to. I was like, are they, are they actually, for, yeah. they get to do the dream job. For most people, that is a, a dream job. Like being a professional golfer is a dream job. And I'm looking at this going, you're greedy. Yeah. So it's like, I'm not liking this. And, and certainly when you look at real passionate fans and you look at the ticket prices and you look at kit prices and things like that and you think, oh God, it's just, it is too much about money. And, and I think I had that perception of, I probably had that perception of football for a long time. And you're right, it probably won't stop people playing. But I do watch football with this kind of like, why are you whinging, complaining, mm. rolling around yeah. the floor when you're getting paid all this money? Why, why are you being whinging because you're being substituted or whatever? Like, I just look at it and go, God, you just spoiled little brats. And I, I'm just worried that this is the first time we're seeing this in golf. And I, and I've always thought that golfers, maybe maybe wrongly or rightly, it's all about trophies. It's all about winning, and the riches come after that. Yes, but I just feel like it's that mindset's changing a bit too quickly for my life. Yeah, liking. I think I think you're right. I think you certainly it's quite a big U-turn very quickly. Yeah, you certainly like you're not alone. I've heard I've heard people before say they've stopped to go and watch a football club because the season tickets are getting stupidly priced, or they've stopped buying the kits because they're getting too ex- stupidly priced, and and that may ultimately stop them watching the game. So I do agree with that. I suppose. With golf, you could have that where people say, you know what, I'm sick of watching the, the live golf, or I'm sick of watching PJ Tour, because all they talk about is money. But I still think people would play golf. Maybe that's the two different yeah. things. It's watching versus playing, I guess, The isn't other it? thing as well, like, and, and again, I've not experienced this firsthand yet because my kids aren't particularly old enough. Certainly if, if my boys or girl get into, uh, girls get into football. But I've, but even just watching like kids play football now, they're like diving, they're rolling yeah, around. That's true. Like they're giving jip to the referees because they're learning that from the mm. from the professional footballers in in the game. And you know, is that good? Yeah, golf football is still playing. But like I was walking past kids on like being on holiday, and they're all some of them are, are, are all dressed like um, or have the hairstyle like Jack Grealish. Mm. You know, his long hair and his, and his headband, and that's been going on for a while. Like David Beckham obviously did things like that, and people imitate their heroes. I just worry in golf that we're not imitating the heroes now as we were growing up, like Tiger. And we we imitated his mannerisms and his and his winning mentality and his and his attitude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to some degree, is like one mindset. I just feel like now it could turn into this idea that people are just imitating like the money. Mm-hmm. Like it's all about them. Like I, I know it was a few years ago now. But like Rory's not talking about money yet. When he walked off, was it the FedEx in two thousand and whatever yeah. it was, fifteen? And he's doing this with yeah. his hands because he's just won fifteen million. I don't know. I just worry. I just yeah, worry about what that's, I think, what that's going to be in the future. I think only, not that I'm massively pro-live as people listening who will listen week in, week out will know, but I think only <laughs> in Liv's defence, very loosely, the money is such a big talking point now because they're trying to get the players in, I guess, aren't they? Once they've got that established 48 players, obviously each week will be about money, but there'll be less talks about such a body getting signed to live for 100 million potentially. However, they may keep trying to attract new golfers, so we don't know. But you're right, I think we've all got... I'm, I'm con- almost a bit... Again, I'll go back to this F1. I'm almost quite surprised when, when it gets released how much the F1 drivers earn mm. a year because it's not so obvious... And that sport is outrageously expensive. Like to try and run an F1 team is outrageous. But like I look at it and go, oh yeah, I didn't realize Lewis Hamilton was getting paid that much. But that's it's like it's a sub narrative. Yeah, it, it's the performance, and then the sub narrative. Oh yeah, of course he gets paid that much because he's so good. Yeah. Oh, I feel like that was always in golf. Yeah, like people didn't know how much Tiger Woods earned. They were they knew how many majors he won or how many tournaments he won. It's only becoming now about flipping mm. the other way unfortunately like how many times do you scroll on instagram now and i had to look a minute ago how many events rory had won this year i know how much money he's earned mm-hmm. dead quickly mm. there's about 15 posts this morning about how much money he's earned this this year yeah but actually when you're looking at how many tournaments has he won 
uh, where did he place? Like, I don't know. It's just, oh, it's, yeah. my, it, it's, it's a different storyline that I'm, I don't think, I'm certainly not used to just yet, and I'm sure people will get to it. And, and I'm not one bit, but I want these guys to make an outrageous amount of money. They're super talented. I don't mind, give Rory Macker a hundred million for winning yesterday. It doesn't bother me. It's more, don't make that the story. Make make the golf the story first, in, in my opinion, personally. Yeah, anyway. yeah, I don't disagree. Um, so we've had loads of questions on the Facebook group. So if you listen to this, watching this, and you've not joined the Facebook group, come on, play the game. Why not? Um, search for the Rick Shields Golf Show podcast on Facebook. You'll find the group. There's 78.1 thousand members now. My God. So it's growing. Um, we'd like to see you in there, wouldn't we? 100%. Uh, Rick personally welcomes everybody. Oh, Shakes your hands, he does. Um, so if you want to shake Rick's hand, why would you not <laughs> join? Um, and also, please continue to show your support of the podcast. We are um, constantly getting more and more people saying they're in the clubhouse, um, which is great. The clubhouse is getting busy now. We need some ventilation. It's Good. getting crowded. We've actually put a marquee on the West Wing. We have. So that's going to help a lot. That's where the new people have to go. Yeah. The new clubhouse members. If you're <laughs> thinking, what's the clubhouse? Simple in it. It's basically when you've listened to every single podcast or watch, whichever, Enter the clubhouse. Yeah, and say hello to Marco, our new chef. Yeah. And Gillian, our new front of house. She's lovely, Gillian. Amazing. Amazing. So, yeah, if you go in there, uh, 10% discount off your first food order. And there's no dress code. And Marco does a phenomenal lasagna. With chips, if you want. <laughs> I normally say chips, no salad. He knows me too well. Um, anyway, in the group, um, many people have asked questions. We said that we were having a pod- doing a podcast right now, so get your questions in now, or else it won't get answered. Um, Neil has said, well, this is a good one, this. If Rick was to play good, good in a Ryder Cup style six v six, okay, which five other European golf YouTubers would he pick? Now I want mm. to go purely off ability here, not following and who's got the most subscribers, purely on ability. So who would you pick? Okay, who's going to be able to battle those guys? It's going to be a tough match. I think you got to go, Pete. I'm going to be non-playing captain. Oh wow, okay. Um, I'll go. Yeah, I'll go, Pete. Yeah. Um, well, definitely. Um, I would go Andy Carter, Matt Fryer, yeah, to get those guys in. My mates. I would then. Who else would I pick? As a playing, and it's all off scratch, I guess. Yeah. Um, I feel like it should be easier than what it. What I'm making it out. Are you definitely not playing them? Oh yeah, I'll, I'll play. Why not? I make it fair. But don't forget though, because a couple of the guys aren't like scratch golfers. No. So you could have a couple of more. You could maybe have who who. Old man Pat from Golf Mates. Yeah, he, he could would, pap it round and he beat. He would definitely beat him. Uh, I'm trying to think now. Who would I, who would I do? Come on, Rick. Should have, I should have had more preparation on this. Um, so me, Pete, Matt, Carter. I need two more. I'm going to go with, and this is European. Yeah. Um, I bet people are going, oh, why are you not picking him? Yeah. Um, who am I not picking, guy? Who should I pick um, in that picture? Someone... Well, I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll let have handicaps in there. So we'll let you have handicap players. Bandits, get gets Tubes in there. He's a bit of a bandit at the minute. Yeah. So he's getting some shots on Steven, let's just say. Tubes have a good shout. And you've got one more spot to fill. Um, God, why, is this, why am I making this so hard? I feel like there should be some... It's not guys who are trying to, like, play, play. They're not... Like, Pete? Pete's, like, do, obviously, Pete's trying to do Quest for the Open. It's not more guys trying to do stuff like that. They're really good at golf. I don't know. I'm struggling now. I'll put in... Um, I need some help here. <laughs> I'm trying to think of somebody. Do you think of more of a... Let's put John Robbins in there. 
He gets loads of shots. He loves his golf. And he'll banter them. And he'll banter them to death. <laughs> I feel um, like I've missed loads of people out there. I apologise if I have, but I'll need more time. Yeah, sorry. That was. I thought that would be easier than it was going to do. Um, but yeah. Someone said, Josh Lowe said, what the hell is a sausage roll? So Rick, in <laughs> 10 words or less, what is a sausage roll? It's a sausage, a pork filling <laughs> um, covered in a flaky sometimes or slightly more um, solid pastry finish nice paul longley has said i have a funny story what's the email address send it to well it's the same email address it's been for 146 weeks it's podcast at rickshields.com i always wonder how many emails have we lost or not received because people spelt your surname incorrectly so it's podcast which you can't spell incorrectly at logo is easy to find rick r-i-c-k and then shields is s-h-i-e-l-s dot com done that simple um, so if you send it to that email, we'll get it. We try and read them all. We do read the vast majority. We reply to some when we have time, and the best ones get read out. That's the, that's the ultimate prize. Um, someone, Dylan Oliver, last one will answer. Says, at what handicap of golf should I go from buying used golf balls to brand new golf balls? Oof. Does it does handicap come into this? I don't is it just think it does, how much money it? you want to spend? Yeah, it's finances. Um, the thing is, we used golf balls. There's always a bit of a question mark about the legitimacy legitimacy mm. like sometimes there's you know i we've done a test on refurbished golf balls before and actually they were very very good yeah but there's I also refurbished golf them. balls out there that can be very dodgy there's, that's the thing lake ball well lake balls i'm probably more open to because they're often just a real golf ball refurbished have got a coating on however i haven't I mean, i'm sure there's been studies done where when a golf ball's been signed a lake for yeah. six years six months whatever it can affect performance, yeah. which probably does make sense. But you know, like that massive basket at Otzalone is pre-owned. Yeah. Like that massive basket of Pro V1s, I trust my life I, on those yeah. golf balls. <laughs> my life. <laughs> because they just look, they've just been hit a couple of times, been lost by, yeah. you know, Americans that have bought some, you know, St. Andrew's So just to balls. quote, just to get one more thing in before the end of the podcast, you and your wife are renewing your vows. Yeah. You've got golf there <laughs> as a guest. That Pro v one to Otzalone is in the basket. Would they be an usher? I think we'd give them out as wedding presents. <laughs> you know, like the favours you put on the table. I think we'd have... The confetti of you walking down the aisle and just chucking Pro V1s at you. Oh, that's got JCB <laughs> logo on it. That's <laughs> JCB. Richard's covered in Pro v one How good did the, uh, the uh, Robin Heisman podcast go down Yeah, well? so last week's podcast, it wasn't the biggest in terms of numbers. It was never going to no. be. Um, people but, but like the Comments are amazing. Comments. I actually um, called up European God Designs last week when you were off, and unfortunately Robin was on holiday, but I spoke to one of the guys, that was great, and just passed on our comments of how good it was, how well it's gone down, how much people have loved Rob, um, how knowledgeable he is, how interesting he is. So if you've not listened to last week's, it wasn't as clickbait as others, go back and listen to it. It was really good. It'll be one of those ones that you probably start it and go, I don't think I'm interested in this. And we saw a lot of comments about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Not that interesting course architecture. But actually, when you get into it, you're like, oh, that was actually quite yeah, interesting. 100%. I think that's something we want to do going forward. Do you ever, do you ever flick on the TV and watch those like Inside the Factory yeah. programs? And you, and you flick on and you go... I'm not really that bothered how cornflakes are made. Next thing, 45 yeah. minutes in, you're like, oh, no, everything about how cornflakes corn corn flake. are made. You know what that is? The problem with that is we have too much choice these days. We've got so many channels. We've got Netflix, Amazon Prime, YouTube, etc. all the social media apps. If you're not instantly entertained, you can turn off. Yeah. So we ask you to don't always look to be entertained in this podcast. But when you're in the clubhouse, it's a chore. You have to listen to it unless you don't want to be in the clubhouse. And just a quick note on that. Um, you know, the podcast, some weeks it's me and Rick chatting nonsense, chatting about the, the current world of events of golf and Rick and Brooks Kepka beefing, Beef. etc. John Daly's. Other times we have... You know, I did follow me the other day, sorry, on Instagram. Go on. Brooks Kepka's caddy. Oh, wow. 
So he wants to set up this defense. Maybe the development here. Oh, wow, he's gonna be the middle. He's gonna be the referee. <laughs> he, maybe he's he's his corner man. I can be your corner man. Okay, I can like rub that guy cream on your face in between rounds. Why is it no get, like Vaseline? Or get whatever? your white, get your white towel, get your white towel throwing. Rick, practicing. stay behind your jab. Stay behind your jab. <laughs> One, two's nice and comfortable. Just jab him. Just jab him. Because <laughs> he, he's going to the haymakers. You see, right? If you compose yourself, just jab, That'd jab, be fast. Yeah, like a whip it. A little whip it. Um, but yeah, some podcasts, some weeks are gonna be guests where they're a bit more serious. Some get some weeks is a bit more banter vibe, i.e. Hammond, which is coming this Friday. Don't miss it. It's a good, 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 good one. My voice Very is gone good now. One. Right. This podcast was designated... Dead, 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 <laughs> can't even speak anymore. This podcast was powered by... First off, Golf Bidder. Banter. But it was in dedication of Barry Moore. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 